Hey yo, the podcast, coming back at you with another episode of Show Me Your TDs. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the top running backs in the league. Um, I guess I'll list my list first, then we'll follow it by Raiden, then Cully, and then Dev, because you got the, the craziest list I think I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got King Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook. Alvin Kamara, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, and Zeke to round it off. All right, all right. I got Jonathan Taylor at number one, Derrick Henry at two, Dalvin Cook at three, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, McCaffrey at six, Joe Mixon at seven, Alvin Kamara at eight, Najee Harris at nine, and DeAndre Swift at 10. Yeah, um, JT one, Henry two, Chubb three. Cook four, Kamara five, Eckler six, McCaffrey seven, Aaron Jones eight, Najee nine, and Zeke ten. All right. All right. So mine got Derrick Henry, got Alvin Kamara at two, Christian McCaffrey three, Jonathan Taylor four. I'm going to switch. I'm going to put Nick Chubb at five and then Dalvin Cook at six. And then Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and DeAndre Swift. All right. Um, I – I think we should start this because, I mean, it's split down the middle. We got two King Henrys, two Jonathan Taylors. I think me and Dev can debate with Cully and Raiden. Think think about who's the better co- person. I think we can go one person says their initial argument and then the other next person's rebuttal and we can just go back and forth. Sure, sure. Dev, you want to start it off or you want me to take it? I mean, all I got to say is if you Google Derek Henry – has 6'3", 247, and he runs a 4.54. You've seen him score a 99-yard touchdown before. And he's like, I mean, wait, did he? No, I think Jonathan Taylor had the most rushing yards that season because Derrick Henry got hurt. Or not because Derrick Henry got hurt, but Derrick Henry wasn't really there to, like, contend for the title, the rushing title. So it's kind of hard for me to just put Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry, especially – just because Derek Henry's been doing it for a little bit longer. Cully, Raiden, which one do you want to take the initial one? Cully, if you Cully, if you got it, you I can go it. first. I can go first. I mean, JT this year, eighteen hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns. Derek Henry last year, two thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns. I mean, JT did it in three hundred attempts. Derek Henry did it in almost four hundred. I think. I mean, I just think JT as as of right now, because he can stay healthy is better. And that's, I think that's it. I don't know, Rudy, you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I, I can add. If, if you look, we'll, we'll look at just this season because Derrick Henry, if, if you multiply all his stats by two, like that, that that's a full season. He played half the season. Yeah. Um, if you, if you, I, I just think that Jonathan Taylor played in a, a weaker system like I I think that the, the Colts aren't built like the Titans I think the Titans built around Derrick Henry I can't say the same about the Colts with Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan Taylor put up all these numbers I, I think John, Jonathan Taylor also offers like a receiving aspect as well like he can still go off for big receptions King Henry like you rarely see that of him coming out of the backfield um, well, 
if the Colts offense isn't based off of Jonathan Taylor, then who is it based on? How do you score 1,800 yards? I mean, have 1,800 yards and the offense isn't based on you. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, who is their primary weapon? Who is their secondary weapon even? Who is their secondary weapon below Jonathan Taylor? No, I, I get that. It's uh, the what I was trying to say is that coming into the season, you knew that Derrick Henry, yeah. that's the dude. You know, coming into the coming into the season, I mean, the Colts' offense just looked weak. It, it wasn't Jonathan Taylor's a focal point. All right, let's build a team around him. You know, I think Derrick Henry, you multiple. You multiply his numbers this year by two. He's right there next to Jonathan Taylor. But I think proving in both 2019 and 2020, Derrick Henry does his best work down the stretch in seasons, at the end of the season. When defenses get tired, they've been playing the whole year, is when he starts going for those 200, like 190, 200, 250 yard games where he's going for like three, four touchdowns. So I don't think doubling his thing is equivalent to what you think it is. And I think we call him King Henry for a reason. Yeah, the, the whole entire offense is built around him. He balls out. He, he kills it. That's why we call him the king, bro. Like, he goes for 2,000 yards every season. He was probably going to score 17, 18 touchdowns as well. He's a yeah. man amongst boys, freak of nature, 6'3", 240 pounds, running downhill, nastiest stiff arm. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not good like he is number two on my list I, I guess the the biggest reason I had him at number two and JT at number one is the injury I don't know how he's going to be able to recover from I don't know if if he's going to recover that I don't know how he's going to because uh, in that playoff game he, I mean he did return he only put up 60 yards that could just be because I mean he was out for such a long time I just don't I mean Running back injuries, those are scary. Leg leg injuries with running backs, those are scary. I think we've seen Adrian Peterson do it before, and that took more than a season. I think Derrick Henry, he came back and played in a playoff game after that injury, came back and played. And now he has a whole offseason to train that and get that back. I don't think this injury is as scary as people want to make it out to be. And I think next season, playing a full 17 games, if he played 17 games his, in 2020, he's going for tw- he's breaking that single season rushing record by a shit ton. He's going for 2200, and I think he goes for 2200 this year as well, playing 17 games. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say Derek Henry's a player, but not not by any means. I'm, I'm not putting him at fourth like Dev put Jonathan Taylor at, <laughs> but um, I, I just don't know how he's gonna do with the injury. That's why he's at number two. Yeah, I, I feel you. And I think the reason why I have him at one is just he's done it for more years. Kind of the same argument I said around Herbert is just with Henry. I just think we've seen only two years from Jonathan Taylor. That's why he's sitting at two instead of one because, I mean, he keeps it up. He he easily could pass Derrick Henry too if Derrick Henry's not performing the same way he does. But I just got Derrick Henry still at one. We're going to say like – if we're going to put everybody at their peak or, like, you know what I mean, at their – because this is, like, not a last season list. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, like, who are the best players type. Yeah. That's why I put Alvin Kamara and C-Mac above Jonathan Taylor just because seeing more of them, and I know what both those cats can do, 
when fully healthy and when they have their offensive running running around them like at their prime. And those two are probably the most I mean Debo is one of these kind of guys now, but like is one of those guys you can line up at running back, you can line up at the slot. And these men can score. Or they're going to make plays from all around the field. Actually, they line Al Kamara by wide out, and they do that with McCaffrey too. But it's the only reason why I like both those guys over Jonathan Taylor. My only critique of that is, did Alvin Kamara fall off? And how is Christian McCaffrey? Like, do you know that he's going to be able to come back Christian healthy McCaffrey and as good as he was before? Just because the back-to-back season, like the injuries, like, um, I don't know. That that's just it. I don't know. This is the injury thing. I guess that's like the only knock I could put on those two. Yeah, I understand so, where so Jeff's coming from because I think if who are you taking? Are you taking Jonathan Taylor this year? Or are you taking healthy Christian McCaffrey com- from three years ago? That's, that's how Dev's looking at it. I'm, I'm taking McCaffrey yeah, from three yeah. years ago. But, 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 but that's three years ago. If we're talking about three years ago, then we can we can put Adrian Peterson on our list. You no, know? like, we're, oh, not, we're yeah, talking I, about. I agree with you, yeah, but like, I think because I, I, I got JT above McCaffrey, but I see where Dev's looking at it from. And like, just putting it into perspective, like, you, he's looking at it as Chris McCaffrey's best form. And yeah, if you look at it three years ago versus Jonathan Taylor this hey, year, I am hey. taking McCaffrey. Form, yeah, and three I'm, years ago, Jonathan Taylor wasn't even here. Just looking you know? at healthy Christian McCaffrey, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, so, I mean, just like healthy, because like we haven't seen him for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you, I, I don't think you can actually put him that high because we haven't exactly. seen him. We don't know how he's going to recover because he did come back, but then he just got hurt again. You know, like yeah. no, I don't know, because just like the same way you say that is just like the same way we only seen JT do this one time. You know what I'm saying? Saying. Like who knows? Teams clue into the run game on the Colts. I mean, yeah, we got we got right first now, two right? years. We got two years straight of Jonathan Taylor balling. Yeah, but JT did, did not go for above fifty or thirteen hundred his first year, did he? Yeah, he did. He didn't his rookie year, but I mean, he still self-explanatory no, a yeah, rookie no, season no, going no, for a thousand. Yeah, he sure he was going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, McCaffrey's just been out of it for too long for me to put him in my top five. I just think, yeah, Jonathan Taylor gets the nod because even with his rookie season, he still put up 11 touchdowns. He's a touchdown monster. Yeah. I got McCaffrey at four, which is higher than the other two, but, I mean, I'm still yet looking at it. Yeah. I just – I don't JT think – JT's number like, yeah, two. Yeah, I agree with Raiden. I don't think we can put McCaffrey on that high up on the list. I mean, he only I got him think... at three. He, the craziest part is he has Kamar over McCaffrey and JT. Yes, and I yes, think, yes. I think that's the craziest part. McCaffrey, not super crazy. Kamara? I think the only reason I put McCaffrey below Kamara was because of the past two years he's been injured for pretty much the whole entire year. And but Kamara's been then how do you not put JT over them? Because we've seen Kamara now without Drew Brees, and we see – what he was i think it was a fall off i don't think it was a i don't think it was a him being injured like that's what's his name that's alvin kamara drew Brees without michael thomas like there he's the only he was the only receiver on the team and the only running back like what are you supposed to do they're obviously going to key in on him i don't think any of us disrespect kamara i got him at seven raiden got him at eight cully even got him at four I mean, I'm not disrespecting him. He's a top 10 running back. He's a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. But I just don't think 
that with the running backs in the league and the amount of step back he did take without Drew Brees, even though Mike Thomas wasn't there, I can't put him in my top five this year. Yeah, that's fair. And that's why I'm just worried because, I mean, yeah, same Mike Thomas does come back. Who even knows if Mike Thomas is the same guy without Drew Brees? I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be. I think, I don't know, the loss of Drew Brees, I really don't know, though, because even, like, towards, like, the back end or, like, that last season with Drew Brees' career, you could tell it's not the same quarterback. Like, the zip, like, the zip on the ball and all that. So, I think that's why the, even Michael Thomas started aggressing. Like, you could see that happening, too. But, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be – we'll see. Who is it? Winston? Winston it looks Winston. like Winston. Winston for year. some. It was – it's Trevor Simeon, and then yeah. it was Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, yeah. Yeah, that's hard for me to judge or like exactly. to see bad from Alvin Kamara because of this circumstance. And just because I know what kind of player he is, I'm sure we all do. Pretty much after all those guys we just named, everyone kind of has it the same except for Raiden. We got Chubb and Cook. Raiden got Cook and Chubb. I think we agree that Chubb, and Cook are probably the next two guys on this list. You, they're fully healthy. They're running the ball. They're absolute monsters. They do yep. have holes in their games that Chubb, Chubb's not really a pass catcher. That's why they have Kareem Hunt there taking away his stuff. He still puts up solid numbers, even sharing the backfield. And Dalvin Cook's a straight touchdown monster anytime he's healthy. I think we all can agree that they do belong right there at the spots that we mm-hmm. have them in. I think the next yes, big – yeah. The next thing to talk about is – I have Eckler at five, Colin yep. Eckler at six, and Dev has Eckler at seven. And I don't have Eckler anywhere. Wow. I might. I don't even think, like, when I'm thinking about guys, I think I have Eckler maybe at 14 or 15. 14 or 15, wow. I just don't think he's belongs in elite running back conversation. I know, yeah, I know exactly. He's a he's a fantasy stud. Like you want him on your fantasy team, he's a monster. (laughs) But you look at him play in real life. Like I'm not wanting him as my star running back. He can't run the ball downhill. He's shown that he's a worse version of Christian McCaffrey, a worse version of Kamara. We've seen guys like Mixon. We've seen guys like Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Gibson doing just as much in the pass work game. Like I just don't see him being an elite level running back. I don't. I don't don't like that take. I don't like that take. You gonna have Eckler or Alvin Kamara? They're pretty well, similar, but I'm taking Eckler. And I know I'm ranking Kamara higher. Eckler I know I ranked Kamara higher, but I'm taking Eckler. Um, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Let me explain why. Eckler had 910 yards rushing. He had what did he have? I think he had how many? How many receiving yards? He had. He had a decent amount of receiving yards. 647. He did it all on 206, 206 attempts, 12 touchdowns is ridiculous from Eckler. 12 touchdowns is ridiculous. Yeah, he's, I he's have, higher, that, that, that's what he's I, higher that's than what Aaron I Jones about. on the, on, where, on the No, staff. where I have Eckler is right there with Aaron Jones, and I have him at 14-15. Because I think yeah. Javante Williams and rookie Elijah Mitchell, both those rookies are better running backs than him. I'm taking Darius Harris over him. I'm putting yeah, this, Car- real Car- running backs this is over what- him. Carter, this is what I want to address. He tied the league, or he tied the league for running back as far as running backs are concerned, in total touchdowns, twenty. He had eight receiving touchdowns and twelve rushing touchdowns. 
you can't deny that production. I, I understand. When he's also production. putting up fifteen hundred total yards. I mean, yeah, the yards are there, the stats are there, and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm just thinking, like, for my list, I'm yeah, taking man, all of my guys man. sitting there over him. Like, I can't argue him over anybody that I'm looking at on my list for. Uh, I can't. Uh, the The main reason I put him at as high as he, as the high as I did at number five, is just because he put up to- twenty total touchdowns. Tied for second most in the, or in the league as far as running backs go. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, touchdowns is a pretty big component of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah. I understand what Carter's saying. I can't see him out of the top 10, but I know where Carter's saying where he's not really. He's, he's not, not a traditional running back. back. He's not a traditional running back, but I think you have to look past that kind of just because the way the game's going. There's, yeah. Yeah. It, Cause like if Lamar is a top ten quarterback, yeah. But then if you go by what Carter's not saying, you could put Debo in the conversation for top ten running backs. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I'm just saying we're talking about if we're talking about touchdown work. Where's James Conner for you guys? I mean, he got 15 on the ground. He got three in the air. He has 1,100 total yards throughout this season. I don't see him on any of you guys' top ten lists. I don't think that it's just. All that matters is touchdowns and workloads. I well, think you need just, a true a running back. Situation because it's a different situation because James Conner, he was a red zone running back, you know, because he only had 700-something total yards. You know, it's, it's not like he's the workhorse. It's not like he's on the field every he's, down he's so he can run the ball. He's got 400 the in, the re- in the receiving game. He's got 400 in the receiving game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But – it's not like he's the workhorse. It's not like he's on the field every down. It's not like he's put in there in the game do everything. He's there for the red zone targets and zone carries. But then again, I think that's how Austin Eckler's kind of looked at a little like maybe a few seasons, like a couple seasons ago. People were seeing that he was getting this large production receiving standpoint. People couldn't see him as this like every down back that you're going to throw in there on first, second down because. He can't run the ball downhill, for one. He's just not a very good running back as far as, like, running back. Well, well that's what people were saying years ago, but he has evolved to – I think he's evolved that's enough. I think he's evolved enough to be a top 15 running back. I don't put him in the top 10 because I think you're getting the same stuff out of Kamara, and Kamara can run between the tackles. McCaffrey can run between the tackles. He's doing the same thing. And – Honestly, I think if they did put a second back in there, he loses a lot of what he does. I think he, the Aaron Jones effect happens to him. He falls down tre- tremendously. And would you put Aaron Jones in your top 10, even your top 15 right now? Well, he's in there. He's in their top. He's there. He's top in my top 10. I think I put him at what, eight? Both, yeah, you put him at eight. Them, you both, eight. both put them at eight. I think Aaron Jones is a good running back. <laughs> I really do. I, I, I regret, I honestly. Looking at this now, I regret putting Aaron Jones in this. I, All I, right, so I should have thrown Nick in for Aaron wait. Jones. So I should have thrown Nick in for Aaron Jones. Who? 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 I don't know. Oh, yeah, Nick's is not even on your list. Yeah, I should have thrown Nick in for Yeah. You got to give me names about Aaron Jones for me to, like, knock him off the top ten. Antonio Gibson, Jonathan you... Taylor Jr. does yeah, the Antonio same Gibson, stuff, same Antonio size. Gibson is out there. Antonio Gibson's out there. 
That's you pretty far One year. Am I the only one that got Gibson in top? You are the only one that has Gibson. Backs come and go off one year. Bro, Gibson is literally the same size, same weight as Jonathan Taylor does just as much in the past game. I think we're going to see him explode. I'm going to be the first one to take this take, but he's going to be in everyone's top 10 next year. Antonio Gibson led the league in fumbles. Yeah, he had five. He's not bad. What, did Zeke not lead the league in fumbles that one year? Antonio Gibson no, but no, but what I'm saying is that like I just can't I just can't put him up there yet because he only had seven touchdowns. He only had three receiving touchdowns and he also had all those moments. But I also think that has a lot to do with how bad Washington's offense was. Oh yeah, no, their offense is bad, but unlike guys You're like, Kamara had zero. That's Kamara the, had zero. Here's the thing is yes, Aaron Jones is really good, but He's not going to be anyone's top 10 debate after next season, especially if A.J. Dillon does the same thing he does. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I, I, think, I don't think you're he should away from Aaron Jones because no. his counterpart is good. No, yeah, but Nick Chubb's counterpart is Nick good. Nick Chubb. He's, and he's the third best back in the league. Nick Chubb is better than Aaron Jones. 100%. But I'm taking, Kareem, I'm taking Kareem Hunt over A.J. Dillon, though. Yeah, and yeah, he's, dealing with a better, he's dealing with a better counterpart and still putting up the same amount of numbers. Like – that he that a normal star running back would put, and he's spreading out the ball. But like, okay, out. but okay, going back to the numbers thing, it's about how your offense is using you. How you're, you know, what I'm trying, trying to say. It's not about them. I mean, like you know that too, Car. It's not for us. Kamara, not Kamara put up great numbers, and they let Latavius Murray do most of the run work. They let um it no they let exactly. That's Mark why Kamara Ingram. numbers fell off. That's why Kamara fell off because Latavius Murray running the ball so damn much. No, but Car- Carter, what I'm gonna say to the Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt thing is who, who were the Browns who was the Browns top passing option you know because the Packers they had A.J. Dillon Aaron Jones yeah but they also Donovan Peoples-Jones yeah, their rushing yeah. offense is not the best rushing yeah I'm pretty sure the Browns had one of the best rushing offenses in the league yeah it, it was Aaron Rodgers throwing it to Devontae that was the main source of offense versus the Browns main source of offense was uh Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt where they were running the ball like oh I uh, agree I, I'm I'm gonna hate on Aaron Jones as much as I want. He, he ruined my fantasy season. <laughs> I'm gonna hate him as much as I want. What do you mean ruin your fantasy season? You gave him to me. You know, good my, my you know good, okay, we need to get off fast because we're not supposed to. Be, but you know how good my team looked before him and Kamara screwed me. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, think, I just don't know how you can. I just I just don't know how you can put Aaron Jones in the top ten conversation when he only had 800 rushing yards. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Jones is that good either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But I think yeah. I think Gibson – I just think the Gibson – His past year's work. That's the only reason. Yeah. No, I understand past years, but I think going into this season, a lot of people have him underrated because he's only had one season. But I think really after we see the improved Washington offense with Carson Wentz, I think Antonio Gibson will finish as a top 10, if not a top five running back. And I think everyone will see how – much like Jonathan Taylor, he is. And I think a lot of people will be looking at him as one of the stars of the future at running back position. And that's why I got him so high. That's just my take. Yeah, no, I, I can I, – I agree. I like Antonio Gibson. I think he's going to be a great running back. I, or not, maybe not great, but at least a good running back. But I'm not putting him over guys like Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, uh, Alvin Kamara. I'm not putting him over. Bro, I promise you, if you put Tony Pollard in Antonio Gibson's position on the Redskins, he's going off. Commanders. 
Commanders. Commanders. Sorry. Commanders. <laughs> Commanders. But yeah, I got Mixon a lot higher than you guys too. I mean, I got him at five. It's one year. Yeah, uh, I think I think year. I think Joe Mixon. No, because two years ago and three years ago he did he he had solid seasons, and I think this everyone expected it to be last year, and he shit the bed. But I think this year was the step forward that we all yeah, thought he was going to take last like, year. And I think that he showed, team. even though it was injury plagued the season before, that he is the guy that we thought he was going to be. And that's why I think Mixon is a top five guy because he can do do both the run and help in the pass. And he's a dominant guy between the tackles. Yeah, no, I I mean, uh, I agree with you. I put him at seven. I think he's in that – I think we put him in that same tier, that two D tier. Um, right. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't put him in tier one, correct? Oh, I think tier one is strictly Henry, JT and Chubb. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think McCaffrey, McCaffrey performs the way that he does. McCaffrey belongs in there, but I think it's McCaffrey mixing cook as the next, next group. I think. Yeah, no, I can, I can 100% agree with you. The, The only reason why he's not higher on my list, he's seven, not five, because if you, I mean, okay. Granted, he did have these, this, uh, these two 123 yard and 165 yard games. But you take those away, he's averaging 60 yards a game. So, yeah, like, yes, he but... does have the ability to blow up for these kinds of games, but consistently, he's a 60 yard a game running back. I mean, what do you expect out of most running back? Most running backs in this league aren't 100 yards a game type guys. There's probably like. Two or three of them. Hey, we're talking about top ten running backs. Off the people on the list, I, I want, I would, I would interested to know how the yards per game translates throughout the list. See if it's ever healthy. But I don't know. I put Jonah Mixon at nine, and I think mm-hmm. he's good. And yeah, I think maybe putting him under Aaron Jones is a reach. Is definitely a reach, just because. I mean, I don't like recency bias though, because like. Joe Mixon is another one of those I can guys. Tell. <laughs> one of another one of those guys that can pop off this season and go right back to being in the dumps like next season. He's he can go off a thirteen hundred this season, have an eight hundred season next season. I mean, you said Joe Mixon drops the what? No, I'm saying um, no, Raiden. What did you say he drops to? Because oh. I got the stats pulled up right now. He drops the what? Sixty what? Oh, I mean, uh, if you want me to do the math, I can, but. I, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm estimating here. Because if, if you, because right now he's, right now he's averaging 75 yards a game. If you take away his almost 200 yard game and his other, his blown like other, yeah. one, uh, 100 plus yard rushing game, uh, it, it's not looking like great numbers. Yeah, but um, you got two guys that who, who actually go for over 100 a game on the ground, which is Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. You have three guys in the 80s, which is Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, and Elijah Mitchell, which we, none of us have ranked there. And then you get to the 70s, and there's only three guys there, which is Mixon, Penny, and Harris. So if you take them out, that leaves two guys there. So really, only players averaging 70 above is – there's only seven guys ahead. Even oh, if you take what, what, I'm, out of what I'm saying is it was that high because he had those two, and it's only two games over 100 rushing yards. Yeah. 
But even if you drop him below, that's still more than Ezekiel Elliott. That's more than Damian Harris on the ground. Guys who are running the ball only on the ground, really. Like, yeah, Eckler's going to go up from where he's at because he's catching a lot more passes. He'll probably be closer to, like, 80 yards a game as well because he's mostly a pass catcher. But really on the ground, there's not a lot of guys that go for more than 70. I will, I will crank out the numbers right now for you. <laughs> but as I am doing that, I would like to address um, Najee Harris because he, he's, all, he's at nine on all of our lists except yes. for Dev. Yeah, that was my fault. I low-key, honestly, <laughs> I'll be completely honest, forgot, forgot about him. But it, it's it's tough. I like I said, it's hard to put running backs on here because like I don't I hate to argue someone and then they fall off. And with running backs, it's a big it happens so often. It's a big thing to happen. Sophomore slumps are a huge thing. And Najee does have all the makings of and looks like a star at running back, but can he do it again? I think so. Never I think Najee's gonna pro uh, I think he's gonna um improve on his numbers to be honest just because i don't think maybe not his like actual like stat wise but like his yards per attempt and like his touchdowns i think those all go up just because the steelers get better oh i Actually, think so too and i think the steelers, steelers get better because i think the steelers become smart enough to do what the colts did and build their offense around, around him. yeah see that's why i think he's trying for a, a huge season that also comes with more touches and with more touches comes more injury prone. It also yeah, comes more targeting from the defense where they're focused in on you. Like that's the thing. A big boy though. Yeah. Hey, he's one of those running backs. But Christian yeah. McCaffrey's a big boy. Yeah. Dalvin I mean, Cook's not, a big boy. Yeah, Najee but, had 307 attempts, no fumbles. Yeah. That's crazy. He, he's he's, he's insane. Even coming yeah, out of college, he was insane. Yeah. Like Nick Chubb misses games, you know. All right, Najee played a full seventeen. Yeah, you did the math. I have the numbers. If you take away those games, he is averaging fifty-one point eight yards per game. That puts him uh, on the same level as Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Javante Williams, and Devin Singletary. Wow. But I understand I, I, that. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I, I'm not discounting those games because, I, like, I did put yeah. him in that same tier yeah. you did. I am saying he is a good running back. I am saying he's a tier two running back. Just uh, to crack the five, it's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's asking a little much. Yeah. It is asking a lot, but I think he's there. I think he took that step forward. We were waiting to see, and I think he's only going to get stay the same or get better from here. I say he gets yeah, better, because and they're going to improve a, a that whole line. A near yeah. two hundred yard game. That 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 is insane. He does but not I, get better because I also think I also think without those big time games two mm-hmm. years ago, Aaron Jones is in the same boat. Because Aaron Jones was the same way. He wasn't going for a hundred yards a season. He was yeah. he was just had a few big games. And I think if you take those away from Kamar and Jones, their their averages go down. That's very valid. That makes sense. I just I don't like I I'm a part I don't like talking about running backs I feel like it's the most expendable position in the NFL. Oh, you, you see guys you see guys every yeah, year they go from being the best in yeah. the league yeah, every three yeah. years though, that top three is going to change. Yeah, well, think about it. Th- three four years ago, who were the top backs in the draft? Todd Gurley, Zeke, Zeke, Le'Veon yeah. Bell, and Todd. Gone. Yeah, all of those type of guys they're all gone. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> yeah, 
Like oh, the wow. best, the best guys you could take in fantasy, the best guys on your team change every <laughs> hey, year. Yeah, in terms of in but, terms of yards in, of 2017, Kareem Hunt, Gurley, Le'Veon, LaShawn McCoy, Mark Ingram. But I also Jordan think, Howard. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I also yeah. think that's why I have Zeke in my top <laughs> ten, and that's why Zeke deserves to be there because as much there. as he's not a top five running back any of his years, he's consistently gotten exactly. the Cowboys a thousand yard seasons. And I think that's why I, I thought maybe he could be above Gibson and Najee. I just think that his, his ceiling, although his floor is a lot higher, I think his ceiling's lower than Gibson and Najee. Yeah. The only reason I don't put Elliot on the list is because I think so highly of Tony Pollard. Pollard. I think that's valid. Pollard. But that also speaks so much to the, to the view is that yeah. I think highly of Pollard too. And, Zeke's able to put up those same type of numbers with Pollard also yeah, taking away his that. touches. Same yeah, way that, that, that same way that Kareem Hunt enhances Chubb's legacy. Honestly, if I was to redo the list, I'd switch Aaron Jones and Zeke. I'd swap. I'd swap. Yeah, I think if I'm redoing this list, I think Gibson will be at 10. I move some people up. Maybe mix in, mix in Cook and Kamara. Mixon would go below Cook and Kamara. Uh, I I put Zeke in that same conversation as Aaron Jones. Uh, they're they're limited by that running back by committee, and it should be that way. Yeah. Uh, that, no, but like I think it's a good thing for both those franchises because they need them for it increases their longevity. Honestly. No, it does. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And that's they great. thrive. They yeah. thrive on that running back by committee. Chubb's gonna be good for longer than he should because they have Kareem Hunt also taking snaps back there, and Duke Johnson also taking snaps. That's why we saw King Henry break down this year. We saw we've seen King Henry break down before, and I think yeah. JT the thing same thing might happen if the, it keeps going this way. And they they should do that with Dalvin Cook because yeah. I mean he keeps on getting hurt. And Alexander Madison, he's, he's a, not he's bad. a great number too. And yeah, he's not bad. You also got you, you got to think about it this way: is that's a lot of hits. Like think about it. they're getting some of these guys are getting three hundred plus attempts. Most receivers, yeah. most receivers yeah. only see like 120 targets and they're only catching about 70 or 80 of those receivers are catching a lot, are getting a lot less, less hits from a lot less dangerous guys. They're getting hit by safeties. They're getting hit by corners. Like, yeah. Longevity not, of the running yeah, back position is hard to get. Yeah, there, there's a lot of safety protocols and rules that are being implemented, but between the lines, between the two tackles, I mean, you can't really do much. Uh, there's not much that you can do to protect or to help out the running backs. And I think someone, yeah, someone we just missed, just to like mention it for the fans, I'd say Dev, Raiden, just mentioned Swift before we end here yeah, about I'm the running backs. Um, honestly, I just see DeAndre, I see whenever I watch DeAndre Swift play, it looks good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. his, yeah. his yeah. footwork, like the way he can move, it looks like a RB1 type of guy. I know, like, his numbers aren't crazy, but I'm pretty sure he had decent numbers. He probably pulled it, put up – did he put a ball? Like 600, sure. 600 rushes and 400 yards. Yeah. Yeah. I know the year before he got, like, 1,100, yeah. and that was a rookie year. I'm pretty sure. yeah, yeah, he only had 151 attempts. That's, like, half exactly. of the league. So, But, yes, I put him at 10 for the exact reasons you did. His numbers may not be, yeah. like, elite running back numbers. But watching his watching the film, he he looks like a solid running yeah, back. He looks like a good running back.